0: Hi everyone, I'm Margot Ferracci. Welcome to Heart and Hustle, How to Thrive in a Crisis. In this podcast series, our job is to help you, the listening community, learn, normalise and thrive in these really tricky times with lessons from leaders in a range of fields about their experiences and insights during coronavirus. Today, I'm talking with Irene Deutsch. Irene is a former financier with over 25 years' experience spanning Macquarie, Goldman Sachs and ANZ Wealth. After leaving banking, Irene wasn't sure what to do next, but she followed her gut and she took a big chance. She's now the managing director and co-owner of Fairfax & Roberts, Australia's oldest jewellery house, established in 1858. For over 160 years, Fairfax & Roberts have created bespoke fine jewellery for royalty, governors and generations of families. Since her appointment earlier this year, Irene has already left an impressive mark, launching a new sister business named Number 19, Australia's first atelier of custom luxury tableware with unprecedented levels of personalisation and quality in a pandemic. Irene Deutsch, welcome. Thank you. Irene, such a clever move and perhaps the envy of all finance executives everywhere, uh, from senior leadership in a bank to luxury retail. Amazing. And then, though... A few weeks later, complete lockdown. So this business that you're running, Fairfax and Roberts, is 160 years old, so you must have felt some responsibility about that. You're new to the industry and not only is nobody buying, you can't even open the shops. (laughs) Clever move, as I said at the start, but what were you thinking? What was going through your head at that point? Well, I was thinking what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs)
1: So, yes, you know, after 25 years in banking, which, you know, I loved every minute of it, but I got to a point in my life where I was ready to move on to something Mm. new. Um, And so I decided to leave banking and I was actually going to set up my own little consultancy business and I was excited actually to work with startups and fintech and things like that. Um, And my partner in life, (laughs) um, he actually owns – Fairfax and Roberts and I was sort of out having coffees with everyone and he said to me, why would you help someone else? Why can't you help me? So I... (laughs) He's smart, guys. Yeah. And he's also in finance. But whatever reason, years ago he bought this business, Fairfax and Roberts, and he loves it. And I think that brings out the creative side in him. Right. So I agreed to go in and help and um, ended up, you know, sort of running the place. And I've always had a passion. I love retail. I worked in retail, you know, in part-time jobs when I was at university. And it's something I've always been interested in. I've got friends in the fashion industry and things like that. So I felt quite at home there, but also a little bit out of my depth. And so, yes, so I took it on. I was a bit excited and had had a few plans and then COVID hit. Yeah. And like everybody else, you know, panic set in and I was thinking, what am I going to do and how am I going to learn and, you know, while we're all, while we're shut. But then, you know, having worked in finance all those years and I was in sales and marketing roles for the majority of my career, you know, that, so a lot of the business principles for me still applied. Mm. So I could just apply them to what, um, you know, where, where we were at at that point in time. I am for whatever reason. There's probably not good reasons. I'm someone who is good in a crisis. I sort of come to the fore and I, Mm -hmm. you know, think, okay, what do we need to do? So I just settle down. You know, we... The government did an amazing job in supporting small business. So, you know, on the staff side, we just sort of calmed the staff down. You know, they we ended up going on to JobKeeper and that really helped us and saved us, I think. And I just took stock of where we were at. I couldn't open the doors. I went on sale with all of the old stock, which, again, is not a new principle. And
0: this is all online at the And stage. did it all online, yep. which is
1: uh, not a familiar place for Fairfax and Roberts to be, although we're about to go online this week. Hey. Um, and, you know, if with high-end jewellery, people do like to come and have a look and have a feel. But thankfully, we've got such an amazing, strong brand. Mm-hmm. And you talked about pressure of the the 160 years. I feel pressure in other ways, particularly now in business with my partner, but that it's such a strong brand. And every day I realise how strong it is. You know, people do recognise it. We went on sale and we had an amazing response, not only because obviously we were on sale, but people already knew the brand and they knew the pieces. Okay. Um, and we pretty much cleared the stock. And for me, at that point, it was, about bringing cash in the door mm-hmm. no concern about profits just let's get some cash in the door and keep ourselves alive we don't know how long this thing is going to last mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we did and so that sort of gave us that buffer so I could continue to work through it and then I took the opportunity in lockdown to start strategizing and you know i had that space and that time to work out what i was going to do with this once we got out of it
0: how did you when did you open the shops back up
1: we stayed in lockdown for the period we were in lockdown and then we opened it up, you know, um, lesser hours, so Mm. shorter hours Mm. a few days a week. Mm. So we were we're probably in lockdown just for a few weeks. Yeah. Then we were open just with minimal hours. Mm. And, look, we're situated in the CBD, which is, as you would know, a bit of a ghost town, Mm. you know, with everyone working from home. Um, But we're fortunate enough that we are a destination, so people, when they want something, will come to see us, but we're also on the strip, you know, the luxury strip. Yeah. So if they're looking for something, particularly an engagement ring, they'll come in to mm. do that. Um, and now we're back to full hours okay. because this is our busiest quarter of the year. And people are buying, I Arvind? Mean. And people are buying. So, you know, we've been having chats um, about this revenge purchasing or whatever it is <laughs> that they call it. I don't know if it's revenge. I think there's a couple of things we see. A lot of what we do is engagement rings. So during July there were a lot of people, I think, obviously during this pandemic thinking I'm still going to do something beautiful and we had a lot of people coming in saying they were going to propose. So that kept us really, really busy Um, and I think we outperformed, in fact I know, we outperformed this July as opposed to last July, just as a result of that. Yeah. So that's still happening. And then you've got people always buying gifts for anniversaries and birthdays and things Mm. like that. And our clientele, you know, it's a high-end clientele. And, you know, fortunately for most of them, not as affected as others um, and not able to travel. And that time of year... they the money to spend. They decided they were going to do something special. And especially if it's a milestone birthday, we've had people really wanting to do something special. They can't have the celebrations they were going to have. Um, And they're still buying beautiful pieces of jewellery. They still want to spoil themselves. So, look, we still have a lot of males coming to our store to buy for their wives and, you know, loved ones. But we get a lot of female executives as well thinking, I'm going to spoil myself. So – we have seen people still purchasing and I think that sort of rings true for luxury brands and, you know, you read all the articles, some people are doing that, some luxury brands are suffering, you know, the sales are still down but people are still wanting to make themselves feel good and feel happy and that's what else I love about this place. It's a place of happiness. That people come into the shop, yes, walk
0: out happy and yes. I love that. Yeah, of course because they're so pleased with, well, they're celebrating something and they want to yeah. market yeah. and they're so pleased with what they've bought. So part of that strategizing. That you did resulted in the launching of a new business, number 19 Bespoke Tableware, yes. in a pandemic. Yeah, I know. Who's doing that? I so know. tell us
1: about that decision. Well, you know, we came up with the idea pre pandemic and were unable to launch it. Little did we know that this homewares boom was going to start. Um, and the idea came about, we had been in Europe and looking around and became obsessed with homewares and we're going from shop to shop and found this amazing store in Italy that did bespoke homeware. So right. you could walk in and design your own dinner set and they would have it made and they would have it shipped to you. And we thought, what a brilliant idea. Yeah, Let's do this in Australia and let's do it through Fairfax and Roberts. So we came back and did a lot of research and sort of set this whole thing up and we are actually about to launch in March when the pandemic mm. hit. So it's been sitting there and we've been discussing should we, shouldn't we, how do we do it? And we got to a point where we thought, you know what? Stuff it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And it's been so well received and, you know, people are looking for things of beauty, things that have meaning to them. And this way you can have something that's actually incredibly personal to you and have it in your home. And as we know, a lot of people are choosing to entertain at home right now rather Mm -hmm. than go out to eat. And so... That's how it came to be. I really want to, as part of the store, make it a destination where people, if they're in town, they say, I want to go and see what's happening in Fairfax and Roberts. Yes. And the idea of having store within store. We've got our own brand, of course. We've got a workshop where we make our jewellery. We have um, a, an amazing affiliation with a brand called David Yerman mm-hmm. that does amazing jewellery. We've got a shop-in shop with them. Now we've got the homewares. And I want it to be sort of an experience when people walk in. So... Yeah, very excited. We've already got people um, incredibly interested in it, which is fantastic because, you know, I'm an old banker. <laughs> I'm launching some new brand and mm. you just cross your fingers and everyone walks in and says, <laughs> I want to buy it, and you don't know till it happens. So that's been really um, heartening. And, yes, I'm sort of, I believe in
0: that counter-cyclical. So tell us about that. This is a big, um, a big theme for you. You know, when everyone else is contracting, you're expanding. Yeah. Tell us why.
1: Yeah, and look, I find it a little hard to articulate, but um, I first of all believe, you know, in times of difficulty is when humans really shine. Yeah. So when you're in your comfort zone, you know, you keep going with whatever you're doing. Well, there's no there's no impetus to change. There's no need for you to change. Exactly. There? Yeah. And, you know, you see it throughout history. And so right now I think even though we're going through a tough time, I believe that humans will come together and we'll get out of this together and um, it's going to force change. And, you know, unfortunately some people are doing it tough, but it'll force people to reinvent themselves and out of this some amazing things will come. So I'm a believer in that. I'm also a believer in following your gut. So Mm. I follow my gut a lot Mm. um, and in having a go. And again, you can't learn if you don't make mistakes. Mm. So I'm not afraid of making the mistake and as long as I can learn something from it. So we really still believe in this brand we really still think we can do something with it so we also at, at took the opportunity when we were in lockdown we renovated the store we refreshed it Just spent some money yeah so we spent a bit of money it's we put good for some the economy. we all thank you
0: thanks yes. all the traders thank
1: you <laughs> yeah so we put some people in business and yes the people who did the shop fit out were pretty quiet at the time so yeah. we took that cash in that i talked about earlier we renovated the stock the shop sorry we've got new more stock we launched the brand um because we really want to show people we're here, we're here to stay, we believe in our brand mm-hmm. and we want to have a go and we want to provide something, you know, special and beautiful. And we want to do, we want to be the best, Is the, you know, the best we can be.
0: Which makes complete sense. And you've done that, as I said, everyone else is contracting and you're expanding, which mm-hmm. is the whole thriving in a crisis thing, right? That's yeah. really important. You've gone from an environment where there's availability of analysis, there's availability of overanalysis which yes. leads to famously analysis paralysis yes. <laughs> to now you just on your own wing it you talked about your gut for everyone listening how important is that gut feel for you in making decisions
1: everything especially now in this business so yes you're right i do every day and i'm not going to lie I, I initially struggled with it so moving from large corporate banks to a small business took a little bit of Um, Work for me to get used to some of the ideas and the concepts. But now, and look, I have to give Macquarie Bank a plug. You know, I spent 15 years of my career there. And in my opinion, that set me up for this a bit because I see Macquarie Bank as a series of small businesses. They allow you to run their business, um, your business, the way you want, and they say freedom within boundaries. So I I was kind of used to that idea. But there are some concepts that were, you know, foreign to me and I've got to become used to it now it gives you this amazing sense of freedom because you can just have a try and have a go, you know, with things like social media posts and sending emails out to customers about we've got this jewellery in store. You just try new things and I love it because every little thing we do is an experiment and I'm someone I just love taking in information and learning all the time. So every time we put a post on social media or we send one sort of email out or do some sort of advertisement, I'm so keen to see what happens as a result um, and then You can take that and you can change it, you know, so it can be so nimble and you don't have to go through that big beast that you don't (laughs) have to go through. So I'm actually, I've actually really taken to it and I'm thriving with it. I love it.
0: You're a senior woman. You've risen through the ranks in a male dominated field. What advice could you give young men and women coming Mm. through the ranks now on what you've done? And I guess when you have followed your gut, maybe mistakes you've made and what you've learned. Yeah, sure. I mean, look, it's. I really feel
1: for the next generation now and, you know, banking has got to be really, really tough. So, you know, what's most important now is resilience and adaptability and I'm a big believer in following You know, So if an opportunity arises, just take it and see where it takes you um, and have a try because you just never know where it will take you and that's kind of what I did with my career. If I was offered a new role or to move to a new division or a, or a new country, I just said yes <laughs> and made a go of it um, and I think that's really important now because um, this next generation, they say are going to have three full careers in their life. Yeah. So you've just got to adapt to change all of the time and um, just go with it and not panic too much. I really enjoyed in my career, I was always very um, vocal about gender diversity and um, on networks at each of the banks. But that's not to say that I don't also feel for the young men out there. And I spent a lot of time mentoring and helping young people. I really enjoy that. I get a mm. kick out of that. So With the youth of today, I would just say have a try, have a go, constantly look at reinventing yourself and what you can bring to the table. For the young females out there, you know, the banks perform quite well in hiring graduates and I also was very active in the graduate hiring because I enjoyed all of that and and trying to help bring, you know, talented young people into the bank. Um, So they start very well and they're at least half-half with the banks and it just over time it dissipates and the numbers are, you know, disappointing really. And um, I don't believe that giving birth to children should mean that you end your career. You just got to figure out a way around it. So I'm a big supporter of sort of getting male dominated industries where males are in management to see what they're doing and how they're making choices in terms of hiring and um, promoting and remunerating women. So um, I, you know, As you can probably tell, I'm not a shy retiring type. So I was quite vocal and I didn't really experience any glass ceiling or any issues. But not everyone's the same and not everyone feels confident to speak up for themselves and to ask for things. And so I would say to the young women, do it, ask, do it, you know, in the right way. Mm Um, and value yourself because you're you're worth it.
0: I think that's important. Mm. And everyone's got a different contribution to make, you're right. Exactly. 100%. Last question, Irene. It's been a very interesting conversation. It seems would would have enjoyed a fair bit of travel this year if not for (laughs) COVID. So I'm interested in where you didn't go and what you've done instead with that. Okay. Well,
1: I'm going to sound like a brat, but we were going to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we were going to Italy and obviously, you know, the Amalfi Coast, that's where we were going. And I was very much looking forward to it. And I love, I do love, I love Europe. You know, my background is European, but I just love the culture, the food, the art, everything, the people. So I was disappointed not to go, but not as disappointed as I thought, actually. So... During the period of lockdown when we were at home and all I did was spend time with my family and my dogs, who I love just as much as the rest of my family, and just all I did every day was I decided my outing was to walk to Woolworths and get my food for that day and then to walk my dogs. I absolutely loved that time. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, I'm a believer. You know that this this is universe is telling us all just to sit and be still for a minute and realize what's important. Because I think the human race maybe just got a bit ahead of itself. And you know, I'm bit very, too much
0: business. You reckon, Irene? Maybe a bit too much yeah. business.
1: Way too much social media. I'm very concerned about social media right now. Yeah. Um, so yes. I stayed at home and I really actually enjoyed every minute of it. I've done a couple of little, you know, weekends down the south coast, the north coast, which were beautiful and really nice to support our local businesses, especially at the south coast, you know, where they were ravaged by the fires and floods and all sorts of things. So, so yeah, you know, we'll get there again. And also I think people are starting to realise home is where the heart is and maybe we won't be travelling as much and maybe we won't be as global as we were
0: all becoming i don't know home might be worth investing with with your beautiful tableware you know? exactly yes <laughs> thanks for the plug but <laughs> well, looks it looks divine i just love that you saw it in a little shop in italy and then yeah. had the idea from that and look that is one of the great gifts of travel it does create inspiration and, and creativity arenda right, it's just been a great uh, conversation with you thank you very much for being in today thank you so much for having me thanks so much for listening everyone i hope from this you've got some ideas and some themes about how to thrive in a crisis. Now, you can definitely hit the subscribe button if you want to hear more of the show and give us a rating as well. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.